You know what? Okay, here's what we'll do. You give me an intro for Enjoy the Sass. I'll give you an intro for Enjoy the Sass. Okay, love that. What's up, guys? Welcome to Enjoy the Sass. My name's Faith, and I'm the host of this podcast, and I'm really excited to have you here with me today. Thanks for joining us. Let's get into the episode. Hey, y'all. My name's Michaela. I'm a guest on Enjoy the Sass, and I'm so excited to introduce your host, Faith. So let's give her a cheers with our little champagne flutes. Cheers! What's up, guys? As you heard, my co-host for today is my friend Michaela, and I'm very excited to have her here because we're going to have a little fun talk in honor of Valentine's Day when this episode comes out. We're going to chat about, you know, being young adult single women and just, you know, have a fun little talk and see what happens. We really didn't plan much, so... We planned just, nothing. We don't lie to these people. <laughs> we literally planned nothing. Um, I did ask some questions on my Instagram um, this week about like what it's mm-hmm. like to be single. And so we'll kind of run through some of that. I don't have notes, but we're just going to wing it. Um, and it's going to be great. So welcome to the podcast, Michaela. I'm really excited to have you. I'm so excited to be here. Thank you for having me. I've been dying to do this. I know. We're going to have to have you back when we do a less topical episode so we can just chat about you. But we'll incorporate some of that into our conversation as well we today. We don't ever need to talk about me. No, always. Okay. Always talk about you. I think you're really great. So before we jump in, <laughs> let's give the people a little, I guess, an intro on how we know each other. Yeah. So do you want to tell the folks? Yeah. Listening? And then I'll, I will write the story and you add the details. Great. That? I love so that. So I met you at uh, Austin Fashion Week 2017. Gosh. Yeah, because you were there and it was your first time running. You weren't the back of the house manager that first year. I can't remember your Not job yet. title. I think I just was a helper. <laughs> you were a helper, but you were running it. And then that's where I first met you. No, no, it was at not Austin Fashion Week. It was at Fashion by Texas. Oh, yes. Okay. At that little place off SoCo. Yes. Okay. And mm-hmm. um, that's where I first met you. And then it was Austin Fashion Week yes. 2017. Yes. And then we just kept talking to each other yeah, and hanging we out because we were so nice. Friends. And we're like, oh, well, like Christians in the fashion industry, which is super rare. So <laughs> super rare. And then we just stayed in touch. And it yeah. was exciting. And then I, you later. ended up running Fashion yes. Week one year. Yes. And yeah. that was really exciting. And Back then, of house. Back mm-hmm. of house managed for Austin Fashion Week. That was wild. You ran the whole damn thing. Like Back yeah. of house managers do not get enough credit. They really don't. But they y'all really do with so much stuff. I remember... Honestly, y'all have seen more people naked. <laughs> That's and true. And more people yelling at y'all about yeah. things. And you're just like, why are you yelling at me? And they're like, I don't even know. I'm just stressed right now because they're yelling stressed, at me. Just stressed, yeah. But yeah, no, that's how we met. And yeah. It was glorious. I remember seeing you there and meeting you and you were so nice. And I remember there's a picture of you and Kylie where it looks like you and Kylie are arguing with each other. <laughs> but you're not. Probably true. We probably weren't. But you weren't, yeah. Yeah. That was, that was a good yeah. show. Uh, Fashion by NPN was there. Oh, yes. Um, he had mm-hmm. his... Mm-hmm. collection to support because it was after hurricane harvey yeah oh that event that was yeah a, and that was like a short it. runway and then we mm-hmm. had a, a designer um gail chavon who's a professor mm-hmm. at ut mm-hmm. she was there and i got yeah. to wear one of her looks and i had like a smeared lipstick stain that's right i need that's to right. wear her stuff again that was really good yeah yeah, that's how we met. That's so fun. In the fashion world. And here we are. In 2023. She's in my house and we're recording. And that you bought. I'm so that I bought a house. I know. It's crazy. Michaela is my first, we're going to call her 
a co-host, but she's my first co-host slash guest to record in my new house. So that's very exciting. We need to frame this moment. We really do. We'll take a picture and frame it. Perfect. I need some more pictures on the walls, so it'll be perfect. We'll blow one up. Yeah. It'll be like you and I, and then me, and then you. Perfect. Like like people do with their wedding photos. <laughs> I love that, honestly. I really do. We'll put it. It'll be the Enjoy the Sass wall of fame with us I in the center. I love that. I actually really love that idea. Look at us. We're just coming up with ideas on the fly on this recording of the podcast. And you were worried about not getting blurbs. Wow. Actually, you're not getting blurbs. You're just getting ideas. Just, just ideas. The that are just, it's the same. It's the same. So, Michaela, tell people, now they know how we met, yeah. tell them just like the the elevator pitch. Who is Michaela? So, I am a actress and model. I'm, a, I'm an award-winning actress and model, Come actually. On, and um, I have a master's degree in advertising. So, mm-hmm. I am educated and beautiful. Not to toot my own horn. She is. Um, thank you. And so I'm currently transitioning into UX UI and just working on, like, I'm just auditioning for commercials. I had an audition for FedEx last week. Awesome. Which was exciting. And so just working and figuring it out. But I'm single. I'm 26. I'm single here in Austin. And um, dating is super hard. Yeah. And so I'm, like, on dating apps and trying to figure it out. But a fun fact about me is that one of my grad school projects was – can you use like one of the aspects of the project was if you could use a dating app to increase your social media following. And I ended up banned from Tinder because of it. Really? I got banned from Tinder because of it. No way. I did. I had to present that to my professor. I mean, I bet that's probably really good research. It was not research to have to tell your professor I got banned from a dating app. (laughs) I was like, wait a minute, what? And I was like, well, I think it was my caption. Like my my bio that did okay. it, and he was like, okay. "What was your bio?" And I was like, "I don't want to tell you." This. Oh no! Oh no! So yeah, I'm still banned from Tinder. Okay, um, but Bumble and Hinge are still going strong. <laughs> great, great, love that. So that is Michaela. Okay, that is who she is. Okay, it's Michael with an A. It's Michael with an A. That's how you follow her on Instagram, by the way. Right. It's also actually it is how you follow me on Instagram, but that's actually how you spell my name. Like, well, yes. People don't. I tell people that all the time. You would not believe how many people don't know how to spell Michael. Really, they don't know how to spell Michael. It's the A and the E, I think. It is, get, like, but switched. when you tell people, they're like, oh, this person's name's Michael. And they're like, okay. And they just go to spell it. Mm-hmm. And we're like, wait. 99.9999% of the time, they'll spell it A-E-L. When you say, spell Michael, yeah. add an A, they'll be like, is it E-A or A-E? And I'm like, I don't even know anymore. <laughs> you Spell it how you feel. Yeah. <laughs> I get called Michael a lot. I get called Michael a lot, too. Interesting. Yeah. That's a Chick-fil-A story. Oh, boy. But we'll, we'll go in, we'll navigate into that. Maybe There we go. We'll navigate there. <laughs> bring, it, bring it back in later. Yeah. I love that. So you said you're single and you're on the apps. Great. I'm also single, as everyone knows. Um, I deleted the apps before a trip because I needed space on my phone. So they're not there anymore at the moment. Ooh. But I was on the apps. Mm-hmm. Um, so talk to me or let's like talk about what – dating apps are like I feel like it's different when you're you know just out in the world on a dating app versus like obviously we're Christians you know we're believers we have different probably set of standards than most like girls out on dating apps you know just out in the world so for me obviously I have all of those filters right like Mm -hmm. there's all the filters on there 
how do you navigate like dating apps as a Christian or even just in general? Like what's your, uh, what's your process? Like, how are you selecting guys that you want to like? What's, what's that vibe like for you? Yeah. So one, as Christian women, we do need to have a different set of standards than women that do not, or that do not believe in Jesus as their Lord and savior. Um, because there's the whole thing about believers and whatever, but if I refer to believers in this podcast, it's people that have accepted Christ as their savior. But so on any dating app, I'm only on hinge right now. Okay. Um, I prefer that to bumble, but I have the Christian as a deal breaker. And I, at first I was like, no, if it doesn't say Christian in their bio, I'm not like going to like them back. But I had it as a deal breaker and I was thinking about the algorithm and I'm not sure about this, but I don't think they're going to match me with like, they're going to send me people that aren't Christians necessarily, but I'm least likely to match with someone that does not have Christian in their bio. Mm -hmm. So they at least need to say they're Christians. Okay. And then also if I match with someone that's not a Christian and me talking about faith is just an everyday conversation. So I lead a small group. I'm one of the leaders of a small group. I attend church every week. And so it's just a natural part of my conversation. Right. So I'm able to like suss men out if, yeah. if they say something like, oh, you're a Christian. I'm like, all right, yellow flag. Like, well, yeah. What are we doing here? Yeah. But most people are Christians. Yeah. It's just. Where do they fit into it's that? It's actually, okay, that's, I take that back. I've met, there was a guy I recently talked to. He's like, oh, I'm a Christian too. But he was living like an atheist. Oh, Wow. And I was like, okay, this isn't going to work. Yeah. So there, there's that fine line too, but being a Christian is the very first thing mm-hmm. I look for in a potential partner. Mm-hmm. And then I'm like, okay, once you pass, like pa- not pass, but like once you're like, okay, that part's done. It's like, yeah. how are they living their life? Like, are right. they, are they not, how are they living their life? Are they pursuing the Lord? Right. And if they're not, all right, we're done. And yeah. so that's the first thing. I do give people a chance. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that's only fair. Yeah. Especially get someone through a dating app, yeah. but yeah, Christianity is the first thing for me always. Um, yeah. So I just, I have that deal breaker on Hinge where it's like, if you're not a Christian, we're not yeah. going to date. And yeah. there's been a couple of guys I matched with and I've talked to them briefly and I was just like, hey, this is not going to work. Yeah. And so I hope that answered that question. No, that's really good because for me, I also do the same thing where it's like, if I'm, you know, looking through someone's profile, the first, aside from probably their age, the first thing I'm looking at is, okay, do they claim to be a Christian on their profile? Right. Because for me, like you said, that is upfront center. You're getting that right off the gate. Like, oh, she's a Christian. Then she's a podcaster. She's, you know, X, Y, Z, blah, blah, blah. She's curly hair, all the, like, I'm 5'7". You know, you're getting all of those things after you know that I love Jesus. That is upfront center, no no questions, no ifs, no ands about it. So for me, when I'm looking at someone's profile, I'm like, okay, is that evident to me? Because you can put that little Christian label on there and it's real nice. And exactly. And it's great. And then you keep scrolling and you're like, hmm, is this really something like, that's part of your life? I don't know. Like, It's almost today like a label for so many yeah. people. It's just, so one of a, a girl in my group, her name's Sarah, and she gave the best example of Christians and, like, things today. And so I might misquote her, but I hope I don't. But essentially what she was saying was uh, it's almost like saying you're a Christian is 
wearing if you're like on a sports team and you're mm. wearing the jersey and it says christian you're like playing for that team right she's like it's almost like that yeah now like the, it's the name we wear in our jersey right and i was thinking about that because i thought that was such a great thing because it's it's true it's yeah. like it's like a jersey we wear because you can yeah. just buy them anywhere right um yeah you but can just tack it on say that you're a christian you can put a patch on just be like right. yeah i'm a christian i love this team but what i come to and to take that one step further is there are so many people if so like just imagining it's like the whole sporting thing like christians are yeah. it's a sporting event and god's the coach jesus the coach woohoo right um <laughs> is you have christians in the in christians like actual christians who are pursuing the lord with their lives right they're on the field they're playing the game they're showing yeah. up to practice yeah and then the people that say they're Christians that are not showing up right. every day of the week, they're right. the fans. Yeah. They love what Christianity is about. Yeah. They respect it. They love what Jesus preached, but they're just in the they're in the stands. They yeah. can leave whenever they want. Yeah. And so that's I think, really good. I think that's the other thing. And so and you can also and you can tell that by like so if you're ever looking at someone's profile on Hinge, one of the things I look at is how many pictures of them are they with alcohol or mm. at a party if every picture of them they're at a party right it's like you have no pictures with your family with a dog like right somewhere like just on a you. trip yeah like nothing else yeah like well, that's that's just a red flag for me i'm like are yeah. you always at a party is that the only place you take photos and right so, that's actually a turn off for me yeah that's but really maybe good. i'm being stuck up no oh, okay no i i mean i take into account like i mean okay this is gonna sound like I'm just a girl, you know, staring at an app, looking to my future with a guy, right? But kind of. I mean, you know, you have to look at, like, their lifestyle, right? Like, my lifestyle means on a Saturday night, I'm probably going to go to bed a little bit earlier than most people because I've got church the next day. And I serve at church. So, like, my Sunday looks a little different than most people who can go out and party on a Saturday night. You know, like yeah. I won't lie and say that I'm not out late with my friends hanging out on a Saturday because I am. I do. I that that's life as a young adult. Right. Like we yeah. go out, we do things fine. But I'm also taking into consideration. Oh, man, it's going to be tough to get up and go to church the next day. But I'm still going to get up and go to church the next day. Right. You know, whereas it's a little easier if that's not your life to be like, oh, I'll just sleep in. Yeah. I'll just sleep in on Sunday. Which I will go and stay out so late. I mean, we all do and it. On Saturday, and we I will do show it. up to church literally just dead and being like, all right, I'm here. I made yeah, it. But I you showed up, right? But it's, you showed up. It's and still it, part of your... It's still part of your routine. It is. Sometimes I have skipped church before because of, of like whatever the situation was. So I think that's okay too. Absolutely. Just, I want you to provide grace for yourself. That's me talking no, to you. Yeah. But the other thing though that I do hate about dating apps that I do find a big mm -hmm. problem with today is that, and I've listened to a lot of actual sermons for it. One of the best sermons that for anyone that's listening to your podcast is mm -hmm. to listen to Ben Stewart. Oh, um, yes. From Breakaway and now Passion City. Yeah. DC. He's given so many sermons on dating and yeah. he's so good. So good. I love his stuff. And, um, dating apps today and i've seen it is you're just always looking at your options you're all and like yeah. and that's the hard thing about dating on podcasts is because on podcasts on dating apps because people are just surrounded by their options they yeah. can't just like zero in on someone yeah and i get so frustrated about it because it's yeah. like the, i know guys are talking to me and then they just find someone else because they're right. going on this app to like just keep right. dating right and i'm like that is so annoying because mm -hmm. you're just looking at your options you're not getting to the person so i mm -hmm. become super selective yeah with, I will not just put all my eggs in one basket with one guy. Mm -hmm. 
But if I'm talking to a couple of people, I go on a date with a couple of different guys, I like them, I will put that on pause to give them a fair shot. Mm-hmm. And then, and do that. But we're just surrounded by options where we're just looking at their feed, which, and it sounds judgmental to an extent well, to look at someone that just based it off their their pictures. But sure. I'm not just looking at their pictures. I'm like, are you a Christian? Mm-hmm. Please don't have all these pictures of alcohol in your photos. Like, I don't yeah. want to see it. I've seen so many guys are at parties all the time and I can pull it up on my phone. This guy um, had, um, I just want someone that's going to gaslight me because I'm going to gaslight you. And I was like, wait a minute, what? I, I mean- why are we you gaslighting do, each other? Yeah, why are we doing that? But you do have to give him props <laughs> for being honest. For being honest, but you know that but he he's was a not Christian. getting my choice. See? But is that a Christian trait? No. no. Yeah. Yeah. It's uh, I don't know about you, but I've had guys who will like and I've appreciated it where again, it says up front center on my profile like I love Jesus. I'm at church. My faith is super important to me. However, it's worded on different apps or whatever, but they'll match with me maybe because they just like saw my first photo, which shout out to my friends and honestly, my mom for choosing like the best photos of me to put on the apps. I want to see your uh, profile. We'll share later. We'll share later. But you know, putting that, that like top photo or whatever, but they'll match with me and I'll match with them for somehow whatever. And it's like, hey, just so you know, like, I am not super into the whole Jesus thing. And I'll be like, Why okay. Why did you match with me? Right? I don't know. And why did I match with them? Not sure. Um, but, like, I've appreciated them, like, putting that out there up front because it's like, okay, well, if my intention is to find someone who shares, you know, the same beliefs as me and wants to kind of run the same race that I am, I need to know that up front. You know, right. I don't want us to waste our time. Yeah. Each other's time when it's not going to be, it's not going to be something that we can share. You Which, know, two thoughts on that. So mm-hmm. first of all, good on them for being honest. Like, mm-hmm. I'm so glad they're Massive. honest. But second, how many Christians have they dated that have dated them? Like right. we're called to not date people that are not right. Christians. Right. We're called yeah. to not do that. And it doesn't mean they're less than us. They are not less than no, us. No, not If you at don't all. believe in Christ, you don't lose your value. Yeah. But you're still important. We, it's because we're just not running in the same direction. Yeah. If I'm running towards Jesus and you're running towards Whatever. Florida, <laughs> like, <laughs> We're not going Hard. the same way, bro. Like, yeah. we can't yeah. do that. So sorry, I don't mean to be loud. Um, no, it's okay. But yeah, like, yeah, you, we have to be running the same. We have to be running the same race. We yeah. have to be running towards the same goal. Yeah. And the ultimate goal is Jesus. Yeah. And that just makes me so sad for how many Christians are out there dating people that do not believe because yeah. we can't, we're not equally yoked with people that do not believe. Yeah. We're not. Yeah. And, which I like hot take though. I did briefly date a Christian guy, and I just he I see he still makes me so mad thinking about this sometimes. Um, is guys that are Christians? Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. They go to church. Mm-hmm. They believe in the Lord. They pray, mm-hmm. but they are still like they're like they they speak that Christianese. Oh. Where like God told me, and he this is a real thing. It's like he's like God told me that. Um, God doesn't want me to date right now. That was it was along those lines. And he's like, God doesn't want me to date right now. And I was like, okay. And so, and there's like a whole story to this. And then I'm on Hinge one day and I see his profile. <gasps> no. Yeah, no. I did. And so I was like, weird. Okay. Let it go. Move on. Anyway, we ended up having a conversation because I had feelings for him. 
And Ugh, the worst. He's like, God told, well, God told me we're not supposed to be together. And I like, I had at the time I was like, I feel like God did say you're the one I'm supposed to be with, but I need to evaluate you. Like I need yeah. to figure that out. I'm not sure. Right. I need to evaluate this. And, um, he's like, yeah, no, like God doesn't want me to date right now. God told me this. And I was like, okay, hold on. What? And I was very confused. I was like, wait, God, if you're telling me this and that's the problem with a lot, like I can't say Christian women are doing this cause I'm not dating Christian women. <laughs> right. But Christian men I've noticed are like, God told, and like, I have a friend where this guy told her like, God said we're supposed to be together. And she's like, I, God did not tell me that. Like, <laughs> it's totally fair. If God didn't tell him, the guy I was talking to, like, hey, we're not supposed to be together, God yeah. told him that. Great. Yeah. But why are you sitting here telling me, like, you, like, why, one, he's like, you're not like other girls. I'm not going to treat you like other girls. Oh, boy. Why are you giving me, like, buying me gifts? Yeah. Why are you trying to hang out with me? Why are you, you know, if you don't want to be with me, mm. then all of a sudden, oh, God doesn't want us to be together. Like, and there was just like all this Christianese and it was very confusing. And I think that's the other thing is, is when you're dating Christian men, they, any man, but if you're a Christian, you're dating a Christian, they should not be confusing. No. They need to be upfront with you. Yeah. And he was not, he spoke Christianese to me. And I mean, that man literally changed my brain chemistry. He mm. was toxic. Do not Mm-mm. date photographer musicians. That's oh, all I gotta say. Oh, wait. <laughs> Don't date them. They're trash. <laughs> if, don't date a photographer. Unless he's got other hobbies. Don't date a musician unless he's got other hobbies. There but you if go. They're, if they're combined. Oh, boy. That's big. Red flag. <laughs> if they dress like a worship leader. Oh, man. Christian. Okay. All right. I got a question for you. Mm-hmm. What are red flags in Christian men? Oh, gosh. If they dress like a worship leader. Yeah. 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 Um, let's see. What else? What else? I don't even know. What are red flags? Probably the version of the Bible they read. Like that's the version. Yeah. Wow. What is what versions are red flag? If you say King, King James, I'm gonna be shocked. No. What? If they read King James, honestly, like that's impressive. Props to them. It's I, funny they read King James, but they don't understand King James. Right. They just read it to look cool. That's a problem. That is a problem. Gosh, I feel like my friends who listen are gonna be like, "That's the version I read." No. Do it. Um, say it. What, what version is it? Say it. What's no, the red flag? Read? No. I like tell me. No, no, no. No, I'm you don't like think, all of like, them. Tell me. No, I don't like all of them. Okay, I'm just going to say my favorites. So I, my study Bible that I use most of the time is a New King James. Okay, New King James. So okay, fair, fair, fair. Say, say what you will. Um, I also am a big fan of CSB. Christian, the Christian Standard. Christian Standard. Yeah, okay. I used to be a New American Standard girl, like, Hardcore. to my core. Yeah. But maybe that's a red flag. I don't know. It's not. It's Do not I? Am I a red flag? I could be. Honestly, okay, it's never happened to me. But I, it, the thought just came to me of like, if a if a guy like starts speaking to you out of like the passion translation, I feel like that's a red flag. I love passion translation, but if like that's their identity, mm-mm. I don't know passion translation. Oh, I've never read, read it. passion tra- like read the Psalms and passion translation will change your life. I definitely will. I'm I'm going through like I told you earlier. I'm going through like I'm just lamenting right now over yes. parts of my life. One of the parts of the, my life that I am lamenting on is dating. Like I'm 26 and I have the desire to get married. Yes, and you know and have kids and I'm, absolutely. And, and so dating right now is just so hard. But I also realized the reason why dating is hard is because I have low standards. Okay, talk. Okay, this is good. This is good. Talk about standards and what that means to you, or and we can obviously like buddy on this, but like tell me what 
what that means to you. Like, what are low standards to you? And then what are standards just in general? So standards equal requirements. Okay. It is what a man that I am dating must have. Okay. It is not expectations, but it's it's literally like you, and you know, I was raised, and and my mom, she used this word, she, I know what she meant, but I think she was kind of using the wrong word at the time growing up because I had the bad version of it. But she said, she always said, and like moving it over to what I'm meaning is, People live up to or down to the standards you set for them. Mm-hmm. And they do. Yeah. I And my parents, for my sister and I, and I know this to be true because my parents had high standards for my sister and I growing up. Mm-hmm. And I would say my sister and I are very well accomplished for our ages. You know, my sister works for the Department of Defense. Like, she has, I, I believe, two bachelor's degrees. Like, yeah, and my sister, she's 28. She's single. Um, But we were, we were just braced to you know, conduct ourselves in a certain way. Right. And so when I'm dating though, the standards I set for dating, I believe come from a direct value of how we see ourselves. Mm. And I learned I have low self-value. I have low self-worth. I really struggle with issues of confidence. Okay. And I was just talking to my grandmother about it this week. And I, you know, I asked her a question. I was like, cause I'm struggling with getting signed by a bigger agency right now. And I was like, why am I not getting signed? You know, like if you were going to sign me in what would stop you from signing me? And right. She goes, your confidence. Mm. And I was like, damn, grandma. <laughs> yeah. Whoa. She's like, you just lack true confidence. She's like, you, you're wow. so. And so that was my thing. We date with how we see ourselves. Yeah. And yeah. I had low self-worth. And I was, I was wasting my time on these boys because I didn't value me. Mm. And it's, it's a really big struggle. And it sounds like so granola. No. But. I truly didn't value who yeah. I was. And I was like, wait, why? Yeah. And I was like, I didn't see myself as pretty or that pretty mm. or smart. I thought I had to strive. I thought yeah. I had to work really, really hard to get these boys to like me. Yeah. And it turns out that I actually don't. My value does not come from boys. And yeah. it's easier said than done. I still yeah. don't always believe it. But of course. Um, so but my standards now that I'm working on are um clarity. Yeah. You know, um, direct communication mm. like i would like to take you on a date or when is your next available time are yeah. you free friday don't, don't beat around the bush on don't it. beat around the yeah. bush i started setting the standards where i would start when i message men they're like i would love to take you out when are you free next i give them my next available date and i'm like this is when i'm available yeah this is the time range yeah i live close to here there's great restaurants here you can make a reservation there you i go. don't eat gluten or i, I which i uh, yeah tragically i don't but um and I put it on the man yeah. because men should pursue women. Yeah. That is in Song of Solomon. Um, it's a great book of the Bible. Yeah. So I put it on the man and I watch them now. I'm like, yeah. are you going to take the initiative? Wow. Men are initiators. Yeah. To a great extent. Um, to some extent. Right. Women have to kind of initiate to an extent so, because men are like, is she interested? I don't know. Mm-hmm. Which is fair in today's day and age. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's so clarity, communication, planning the dates yeah, and actually pursuing me. And mm. I love chivalry. I love my door being opened. I yeah. love being called on the phone. I love flowers. I love those things. Yeah. And I, that's real. There's a lot of men out there that do that. Yeah. And so also the other thing why was expect something less. It, yeah. Why expect less? Yeah. Like I deserve that. I work yeah. really hard, but it also comes from the fact that men and women are raised differently and it's a scarcity mindset where mm. I think I used to hold on to these men that treated me so badly yeah. because it's like, I wasn't going to get another person. I yeah. wasn't get better. Yeah. 
But I, I can. Yeah. And if I can't get better or I, I don't find it, then why would I settle? And it's mm-hmm. like, yeah, it's because I was so scared of being alone. I was right. like, why am I scared of being alone? Right. And so I had to dig into that. And I think a lot of standards in dating come from how we see ourselves. Yeah. And so, but I don't know if, the, if that's not the same for you. I mean, no, like, I want to hear it. No, that is, those are, that's excellent. I, my thinking was, I don't know about you, but as a single girl in church, you hear a lot of cliche things like, yeah. oh, you'll find someone. You're so great. Oh, there's time. You're so young. Da, da, da. You know, all those things. But probably the one thing is that is a cliche, but is actually truly valuable is that you have to be okay with yourself before you find someone. Yeah. You know, 100%. You have to be confident and it goes back to that confidence thing. You have to be confident or comfortable in yourself before you can start, you know, doing life with another person mm-hmm. to that to that extent. And so for right. me, that's kind of been the biggest thing because as someone who's a little bit older than you, I'm 30, right? I'm and that single. is so young. Like, <laughs> it is young. Is it's so not, young. I just want you not, to know. No, absolutely. Like, yes, you're older than me. I'm 26. And you're that 26 comes yes. before 30. But you are so young. You don't look 30. You literally well, look you. like you're 21. <laughs> thank you. Um, but as, as a 30-year-old who's single, you know, the kind of the thing for me, like, yeah, at 26, I was probably like... I'm ready to get married now. Like I could have, I could have easily seen myself, you know, in a relationship and getting married. But then, at, you know, now I'm 30. It's like, okay, yeah, I really could see that. But I'm only truly just coming into a place where I'm like, okay, like face, face got some, got some stuff going on. Like I'm doing you do. the things that I thought I would be doing back whenever I certainly did not think I would be buying a house as a single person but that it's is amazing that is such a huge accomplishment huge yeah so many women yeah like not just men but women because like we're women yeah could not be doing this that yeah. is so rare yeah it's awesome my friend sent me a post literally today from the New York Times that was like single women are becoming homeowners more so than like anyone else right now Good on you. In this day and age, which I was like, look at me go. I'm, I'm doing something, you know, but to bring it back to like being single dating, all the things like, I think, yes, at 26, Faith thought, okay, I'm ready now. But then looking back, I'm like, was I actually ready for, you know, that big step of like Mm -hmm. getting married? No. You know, so like the timing of it, I think as I've gotten older, the more I realize like you really don't have to have the same timeline, the same standards, you know, because what what I'm looking for looks different than what Michaela's looking for. Right. What Michaela's looking for looks different than what I'm looking for. But that doesn't mean that either one is wrong. Right. Right. Well, and. The one thing I would play devil's advocate to is yeah. that I think there are specific standards as Christians we need Absolutely. to have that are just straight across the board. Absolutely. But I think there's also like different things. Like mm-hmm. I love old school chivalry mm-hmm. 
And which who doesn't? I mean, exactly. I, well, there are some girls that don't like it, yeah, which is sure. fair. But sure. I think also you have to be careful because some guys are doing the acts of chivalry, but they're not actually chivalrous because right. where is it coming from? Right. Is it coming from a place where they can like buy you like I opened your car door for you and I bought you a meal. Like I, there was something. We love happened. those things. We love those things. But it's like, are you doing it to get something? Cause mm-hmm. you're not going to get anything. Mm-hmm. That's how you're so, that's, that's how I want to be treated. Mm-hmm. And, but I agree with you on what you're saying. I think that's very different. That's yeah. really good. I mean, you've accomplished a lot in your like short life. Yeah. So far. Yeah. And you have a lot more going for you. Yeah. I think what, well, Obviously, we both do. I don't think we would be here today, you know, doing what we're doing and aspiring to the things that we're aspiring to if it weren't for the, not only the standards that we've put in place for ourselves, but the standards that we're keeping as far as who we let into that, you know, because easily we could settle for someone who, what if they had said, you know what, Michaela, I don't think you should go back to school. Uh, What? You know, you know what, Faith? I think you should wait to buy a house until we get married. Excuse me, no. Like those aren't those aren't yeah. things that we would we would sacrifice. Fought so hard against so them. hard. <laughs> Are you kidding? Between me and my mom, there's no way. Like there's oh, yeah. no way. You know, I was raised by a strong woman Same. who taught me to have those standards for myself. And I'm not gonna let anyone, man, woman donkey donkey tell me (laughs) one way or the other you know on the things that I have put as standards in my life that I wanted to accomplish before xyz right so I think it's important not only like you said like as Christian women we have standards but also as women we can't sacrifice our standards to meet someone else's right you know we can't and another thing is is that we're not promised to get married in the Bible. Exactly. So that's yeah. another hard thing that you really do have to come to terms with. Majority of people will get married. Yeah. That's I can't remember the statistic, but the majority of people will get married between yeah. their twenties and their like thirty something. Um, the the age to get married is increasing, just yeah. like the age to have children is increasing. Um, and we are seeing a lot more uh, women. We're all we're seeing a lot more single men and yeah. single women because women are no longer choosing men that are not treating them well. Yeah. And it's because. This is not the first generation of women to do this, but it's like the first generation of women raised by women that can do this. So we are the first generation of women that are actually taught that we do not need men. We didn't right. have to figure it out. Our parents <laughs> were figuring that out. Yeah. They were getting jobs. Yeah. My grandmother had a job. So yeah. like, we're that kind of like in the effect of it, but mm-hmm. we're the first generation of women that are like, I don't need you. Yeah. I bought a house. Yeah. I have a podcast. I have, for me, like, I have a master's degree. I yeah. have a job. Like, yeah. I'm paying my bills. Yeah. I'm, do, I'm going after my dreams. Yeah. I do not need you to provide for me. And men are like, why are women doing this? Yeah. And it's like, because you're not. You're not. Treating us well. Yeah. And if you want me to, and it was so funny, some guy tweeted recently and I read it and he was like, I miss when women made lunches and like cleaned the house and cooked and stuff. And someone retweeted it. A woman was like, and I miss when women were the sole um, financial providers for the house and they would go off to war and die for us. And I was like, yeah, you're not doing that anymore. Women are coming into the workplace at full throttle, which there's a lot more caveats to that. That's just our blanket statement, but it's true. There's just so many things going on. And so I think dating is interesting, but we're the first generation of women that truly can set standards and know we're going to be okay. Yeah. And it's because the one before us really, and and a lot of men. the way. 
and some men, yeah, they mm. paved the way. I mean, mm. I was raised by strong women. I have, you know, a strong mother and sister and aunts and grandmothers. And um, I would not be able to do what I do if no. it weren't for them doing yeah. what, you know, all the things they've done. I mean, yeah. my sister works for the government. Like, yeah. She's one of the only women in her field probably. Wow. So, yeah. Not to brag on her. No, I love that. I'm over here being, <laughs> it's so funny. Like side note, my parents have two children. So it's my sister and I. And when they're like, oh, like, what do your children do? Reunions or whatever. My parents are kind of like, well, our oldest is, you know, a, ge- a cartographer for the government. She's a, she knows geographic information systems and she makes maps for the government. I'm like, oh, what's your other one do? And she's like, nah, she's an actress and a model. <laughs> but you have those two kids, though. Hey, you know, you have that's two great. That's you have great. the creative and you have the science one. You always, yeah, there's always that. Exactly. There's always the two. Not to segue more. the conversation. No, I love it. That's great. I have the brain That's of the really squirrel. great. It's okay. <laughs> so do I. Um, I want to talk about, yeah. so some backstory to this conversation and one of the reasons it's happening this way. Um, I've always wanted to have a conversation about being single, dating, et cetera, on the podcast. Mm-hmm. However, as a single dating, et cetera, person, I never have felt like I could have it by myself. And that's why I wanted to have someone else on the podcast. So thanks, thanks for, for being me. here. Thanks for asking me. Yes, of course. And that person is obviously Michaela. And so um, I want to kind of segue a little bit from more of the dating conversation to more of like the singleness conversation, because I feel like, especially as single Christians, it gets overlooked a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, what it looks like to be single and a Christian, what it looks like to be single as a Christian and dating, et cetera, et cetera, you know, yeah. all of the things. And so um, I posted on my Instagram, which if you're not following, at Enjoy the Sass, obviously. Um, and I, I asked a couple of questions and I we won't get into all of them, but one of them that I feel like is a great one to talk about is like the why behind, because it's a choice to remain single, but also it's a choice um, you know, the seasons of your life that you take, right? And so, like, mm. how sometimes it's not, sometimes it's not a choice. Like, yeah, I don't think right. I have chosen to be single all entirely, you know, like not all the way, but that's a different conversation. Um, but some of the, and it was interesting, it was mostly girls who responded. It mine. always is. It Girls always are is the most respond. Yes, like, they respond the most on mine. They're too. loyal. They're loyal. Um, of like the why behind being single, and I loved the range of answers that I got. One of them was obviously like being independent, mm-hmm. which is a great answer, and yeah. I love that for that person um, because I feel the same way. Obviously, like I've bought a house by myself. I'm doing all the things by myself. Like great, yeah. amazing things, and freedom to do whatever you want. Exactly. But then the yeah. other was like. I'm just waiting on the right person, mm-hmm. right? Um, which can also be part of independence. Yeah. But it's like, it's cool to see, you know, these women. And a lot of my followers are believers. Mm-hmm. So, like, that is great. So I kind of know where their hearts are when they're answering those questions. And so it's like, I don't, honestly, I posed the questions and I was like, I don't know if I can give an answer to some of these. Yeah. No. You can ask me and I'll see if I can give an yeah. answer. Why are you single, Michaela? I am single um, 
so I like like I mentioned I was I was dating I we weren't dating like I was honestly truly traumatized by this man <laughs> you were talking to someone I was yeah. talking to someone and he truly traumatized me it was awful um and so it was actually a myriad of things so I was talking to this one guy and he was a Christian he was mm-hmm. yeah textbook Christian wonderful quote, quote. yep um but when I really looked at him and like after the fact like he wrote a song about me like after we told we were gonna start talking wow a month later he's like oh I wrote the song about you and I was like I you're not a good person like mm. you're genuinely chaotic um, and then there was a guy that I've, I'd known, I've known for many years. Um, and he's been dating this girl for a couple of years and I had feelings for him and, and we had stayed friends and I kept my distance, but he admitted he had feelings for me. And I was mm. like, we should talk about this. Mm-hmm. And he was like, no. And I was like, uh, wait a minute. What? Like, okay, hold on. I have feeling. I was like, okay, I have feelings for you. You're saying you have feelings for me. You have a girlfriend. Like, this is a big situation. Like, I can't do that. What are, what are we doing? Like, I don't want to be a part of this. Um, He ended up apologizing. I was like, this is not fair to her, me, whatever. I was heartbroken. Um, I should have gotten out of that situation a lot sooner than I did. He apologized. And I was like, and I was like okay, you know what? Whatever. I'll forgive you and move on with my life. And I, I kept somewhat of a distance. Um, I think I should have kept more now looking back. It was, it's hindsight's twenty twenty, And I sure. thought I was keeping enough, but yeah. I wasn't. And then he apologized to me and then we were like talking again at one point and I just kind of confronted him. I was like, why did you avoid talking to me about this? Like you said you were in love with me, Mm. but you have a girlfriend. You're proposing to her. Oh, wow. Why are you sending me screenshots of me from my Instagram through text message talking about my body? Like, oh, yeah, it was, it was, and I wasn't like responding, flirting back. I was like, this is inappropriate. Yeah. Um, and then he, it went a different direction and he's, he was like, I think I'm done with this relationship. And he would kind of like pull me in and out. And then he's like, well, I guess I just don't love you the way you thought I did. And I was heartbroken. Mm. I was devastated. And I found myself being really used by men, mm. just catering to their whims and stuff. And I was like, why am I doing this? Mm-hmm. And so I'm in therapy. I, I'm a big proponent for mental health. And I was talking to my therapist about it and she gave me a book to read. And essentially it's like inner child trauma and like what you're doing. Mm. And so I have a great father. I love my dad, but I have a lot of like issues where we butt heads in ways and my emotional needs were not met by him growing up. Um, And that's not his fault. Mm -hmm. I mean, you can only do the best with how you're raised and so on. And so, and then I'd been hurt by men in the past. And so it just kind of kept feeding into each other. I never understood why. And so I was single because I was hung up on people and I was letting myself get hurt and used by mm. men in ways that I should not have been. Mm. And then I finally started healing those parts of me. Yeah. And I was like, I have such low standards. Mm. I allow so- – and one of my friends, Sarah, that I mentioned before, she's like, you allow so much – she goes, you allow so much. I-, I would never allow. Like, why would you do that? You're beautiful. You're smart. And blah, blah, blah. And I was like, thanks, Sarah. Mm. But wait a minute. That's a really good point, Sarah. Wait. Yeah. And so I'm single because – I'm upping my standards. Love that. And I am being very, right now, strict. I'll probably like loosen up once I figure out exactly how to navigate it. But I'm single because I have very high standards that I should have. Like, I will marry a man, good Lord willing, um, that is going to pursue me. Yeah. Well, first, sorry. He's going to love the Lord. Yeah. He's going to pursue the Lord. He's going to pursue me. He's going to... be a provider in ways not i'm not mean when i say provider i don't always mean financially because we live in a very different world yeah 
but you know he's going to be a protector and a leader yeah. and those things and quite frankly a lot of men today are not leaders yeah and they don't know how to lead they're yeah. leading on women and so just navigating that so right now i'm dating i'm going on dates but i'm single because i have not met a person that i truly have like matched with where i'm like okay i want to see where this is going to go. Yeah. And I only date also for the point of marriage. And that mm-hmm. scares a lot of boys away. Mm-hmm. And I say boys, not men. Mm-hmm. Because you don't scare men away. You just, They just say, hey, I don't see marriage between us. I'm going to let you go. Mm-hmm. And I say the same thing. And mm-hmm. boys are like, whoa, that's, that's terrifying. Marriage? Marriage, what do you mean? That's moving too fast. It's like, no, you're just dating for heartbreak if you're not dating for marriage. Yeah, that's good. Why would you date for heartbreak? Why? So many do that. Yeah. It's but, devastating. So yeah, long, like, no, big, that's long a great answer. answer. Big, long, one answer, but that's why I'm single. I'm not waiting on the person. I am becoming the person I want to be. And I'm healing parts of me that are broken. And I'm learning to trust the Lord. And it's super hard. I'm watching so many people younger than me getting married, get engaged, yeah. have kids, get promoted, get signed to agencies and book right. work. And I am right now really in a, a waiting period. And like I mentioned, yeah. I'm lamenting in a lot of ways. And so, but overall, yeah, I'm, I think it's a waiting season and it's a growing season and it's healing mm. and it sucks mm. to be completely honest. It's not fun. It's not. People are like, oh my God, it's so fun. I'm like, I it's not. They're like, single. I love being single and I love that the Lord is challenging me. I don't love it. Okay. <laughs> I will put this on the record. I love that. And I will say this to everyone. It's okay to not love the season you're in. Yeah. But the other thing I'm learning about loving singleness is I, like you said, like I get to go and hang out with my friends whenever I want. Yeah. And I am learning, I'm finding so much joy in my community with my girlies. Yeah. It's so good. Yeah. I have such great, I have such, I have a great community group of boys and girls, but the girls I'm specifically close to, like, and like you, like I just, I get to come here and do this with you on random days. And I'm like, I don't have to tell a man. Yeah. I should tell my dog. Right? (laughs) I'm not coming back. I'll be gone. Just be in the kennel. You're fine. You'll be okay. Yeah. Yeah. No, I love that. I love, you said something like, um, I'm not waiting for the one. I'm becoming the one I want to be. I'm becoming the one. You attract what you are. Yeah. And I, so, T. So essentially my my father's emotionally unavailable in a lot of ways. Growing up he was. Mm. Um, So I would date emotionally unavailable men. Mm. I would date men and they're like, I don't want to be in a relationship right now. But then they would like flirt with me and like take mm. me on a date or they would like want to kiss me or they want to do datey things. Yeah. But you're not emotionally available. And I was growing up with a dad that's emotionally unavailable. I was always like, how can I make him love me more? Mm. Like, what do I need to do? How do I achieve? Yeah. And so I'm doing that in dating. Mm. What? Yeah. That makes no sense. If a man yeah. is just not what a relationship, you get up and leave in that moment. And I yeah. mean, it might be a little awkward, but like <laughs> maybe wait till the 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 the, per- the thing's over, but leave. Yeah. The and meal, maybe the meal. Maybe the meal's over, but like be like, it was so nice meeting you, but I'm gonna go now. And and I mean that's that's just it. Yeah. Is I'm healing those parts of me where I'm really setting those standards where I do not need to be approved by anyone, man yeah, or woman. That's so good. So I'm becoming who I want to be and I want to be want a good person, but I want to be with someone that's going to love the Lord. And so it's how do I love the Lord best? That's so good. And so when you love the Lord when you love the Lord the most, you can love your partner the best. Mm, that's good. Thank you. I just made it up. I love that. You, you quote me on that. It's really good. <laughs> really, really good. Wow. So on the flip side of that, yeah. 
what is, well, I guess not the flip side, but what is your favorite thing about being single besides like the answers of like, you know, independence, becoming yeah. my own self, like those okay. kinds of things. Like what's your favorite thing? So actually I'm learning to really enjoy dating. Okay. Okay. It's shocking. I love that. It's shocking because, okay, here's the thing. We put so much pressure on dating. Mm-hmm. So much pressure. So many girls. Because I, I mainly talk to girls. I can only say this about girls. Is they are like, I just want to date. And I'm thinking like, am I leading him to the Lord? Is he leading me to the Lord? Mm. And am I doing this? Is he doing that? Like, what does this mean? Blah, blah, blah. And now I just go on a date and I'm just like, okay, I'm going to get to know the person that's in front of me. Mm. And even if I realize I went on a date with someone recently and I assu- actually like within like 20 minutes of the conversation, I knew he was not the one for me. Mm. And I was like, well, I'm here. Yeah. So I can either just be bored or I can just get to know him better. Yeah. And it was so nice. We had a great conversation and I was like, it was so great meeting you. You know, thank you for taking the time to like, you know, meet with me. But we- and like I, I, and I, I was, str- I was honest. Yeah. I was just kind of like later on, um, I was like, yeah, I just, I don't see this going anywhere. And, um, it was okay, but I yeah. still had a really good time. I got to go to a restaurant I really liked. Yeah. And so I'm in learning and I'm enjoying how to not put pressure on myself in dating and just to go on a flipping date. Okay. Honestly, that speaks to me because I'm like, just just I don't go I'm on the date. To, yeah. Just go. Like, yeah. even if it's an absolute, and the one thing I always tell my, like I'll tell friends and you can do this is if it's like horrible, excuse yourself to the bathroom, call, have a friend that knows you're going on the date. Yeah. Just be like, Hey, this is going horribly. I need to get out. Yeah. If it's truly that bad of a disaster, but 99.999999% of the time, it will not be that bad. Yeah. You will realize that person is not the one for you. You just have dinner with a stranger and you get to know them, you practice your dating skills, you practice your communication skills, and then you go home and nothing bad will happen. Mm -hmm. You got to look cute. There you go. And probably, you you probably got a free meal out of it. Yeah, yeah. And if you did it, so what? You still had a meal. Yeah, you got to eat. You got to (laughs) eat. You might as well go to a new restaurant. I love that. Learn to date. Just go have fun. Meet someone new. I mean, even if it doesn't work out or... Nothing. You're not. It, we just put so much pressure on ourselves. It's true. And I say that because I do it. Even right. Still, we all do it. Yeah. But I. Yeah. So that's what I'm enjoying about dating right now is our singleness is actually dating. Yeah. Is learning how to date healthily and have fun while doing it. That's so good. Thank you. I love that. That's really awesome. It's taking and a lot of trauma. definitely. Hey. <laughs> you know. A lot sometimes of trauma the best things out. do. Right. Sometimes the best things do. How are you enjoying singleness? Honestly. This season, obviously, I've done some really cool things as yeah. a single person. You have. Um, that has really made it less of a sucky thing, right? Because like you said, being single, it's okay to not like fully embrace the fact that like, yeah, I'm still single, you know? No, I don't have a boyfriend yet, grandpa. <laughs> I love my grandpa and my mom fought for me when he would ask that Good. of me often. Um, <laughs> so I shout out to my mom and, and my grandpa. He's really great. But, um, you know, that constant like, oh, are you dating? Are you dating? Are you? It was like, I'll, you'll know. You'll know, you know. Mm-hmm. And so in this season, it's like that 
aspect of my life has become less and less of an identity, which has been a huge thing for yeah. me because it's like I've I feel like I've run in a lot of circles where I'm perpetually like the one person who's single. And yeah. like instead of letting that be like, oh, man, I'm the only single person here. Like this sucks. Blah, blah, blah. It's like, no, you know what? I have married friends who have not bought a house, you know, or who oh. who are in a lot of debt. My only debt is my house. You know, and you're using it, and I'm using it, and that's Every what day. do they say? <laughs> good debt, right? I don't know that any debt is actually good debt, but you know, whatever. Like, so you know, I kind of have had a shift in perspective on my single season. Is like, look at all of the things that I've gotten to do mm-hmm. that I wouldn't have maybe been able to do in a relationship or in a marriage. It's like. Who knows where I'll be when I'm in a marriage? Like, what if we couldn't afford to buy a house? What if, you know? Yeah. Or what if I got accepted to go on a game show and, like, I couldn't go because X, Y, Z reason, you know? Like, you just never know what season of life you're going to be in at any given point. So, like, why not take full advantage of the season that you're in? That's good. When you're in it. So I'm single right now. I bought a house. I went on a game show. I got to go on a great trip with my mom not that long ago. You know, I'll get to get to do so many other things. Like I have been able to step back into serving more at church Mm -hmm. and, you know, like the things that, the things that I want for my life that don't have to wait on someone else that we think sometimes that have to wait on someone else. And that's the thing right there is that so many and I say this like so many people, but specifically Christians. Yeah. They're in these seasons of waiting, no matter what it right. is. But since we're talking about dating, we're just yeah. going to keep it to dating, is that they're in seasons of waiting and they're waiting to live their life yeah. for a partner. Yeah. You cannot wait to no. live. Like, no. I'm waiting on certain things right now because financially it doesn't make sense. Right. So I have to wait. Right. But I'm not going to wait on a man. No. I will not wait on a man. No. And... So many people do that. And the other yeah. thing is, is that, you know, you talking just made me like just realize is that we could be married right now, but the divorce rate is also so high. We could also be divorced. Yeah. I could be divorced at 26. You could be divorced at 30. And quite yeah. frankly, I don't want to be divorced. No. I don't like, yeah, I shouldn't say that, but no. is that, uh, no, I shouldn't say it. Cause I don't need this on the record in case it happens, but, um, <laughs> I'm going to say it anyway. Um, is that the only way out of marriage with me is death. So sure. like you, the good Lord is going to need to take you. Cause I don't want to get divorced. Like, <laughs> yeah. So I think you saying that just really, you know, sparked those two thoughts in my head. No, it's really true. We, the divorce rate is so high right now Yeah, that we could both be divorced, which yeah. if we don't want that, then I think it's best to wait on the Lord and yeah. waiting on the Lord does not mean it's enjoyable. Nope. It doesn't mean it's easy. Yeah. And you're allowed to say it sucks. Yeah. But yeah, don't wait. Like yeah. while you're waiting on the Lord, you do not need to wait on your life. Right. That's exactly what I was going to say is like, just because you're waiting on the Lord to bring a person doesn't mean you have to wait on the Lord for those other dreams and those other like things that you want. Like, and I think going into a new year, right. We always think about like, oh, new, new goals, new things, whatever. Mm -hmm. But like, for me, it was like, okay, this year, this season, whatever. It's like, it's time to start 
doing the things that I've always said, like, oh, maybe one day. Like, there's not one day because tomorrow's going to be just as busy as today. So, yep. like, why are we not just doing the things that we want to do now? Exactly. Versus, oh, when I'm such and such and blah, blah, blah happens. Mm-hmm. Like, no. Like, wear the thing. Do the thing. Start the thing now. And who knows? If I don't, I don't think the Lord puts desires in you if they're not going to come to fruition one day. I agree so, with that. I agree with that. I think I have the desire to be married one day and to have a family and all of those things. And so like one day, you know, waiting on the Lord for that will mean for me that person is going to come up next to me and be able to fit into the things that I've already put in place in my life. And and that's the thing is, so two thoughts also that you gave me is that so many people today do not wait and they're, because they're so scared of being lonely, they date people that are wrong for them. Yeah. And they make them right, but they're miserable and it's not, it's not right. Yeah. Or healthy or holy. But the other thing is, is that, so Ben Stewart had a sermon and it, it's like, it's multiple things that you do in dating to evaluate people. So like dating is actually not in the Bible. Mm. Um, there's no such thing as dating in the Bible. Right. They're, the only relationships are, you know, parent, child, sibling, husband, and wife. Right. So if you're not parent, child, and you're not husband and wife, guess what? You're kissing your sister. <laughs> and so, like, yeah. you, you respect it. Um, yeah. There's probably another one that I'm forgetting, but whatever. Anyway, but it's okay. it was, are they Christian? Are they pursuing the Lord? Are we going in the same direction yeah. in life? Yeah. And he gave this great analogy, like you just said. It's like, they're going to be, you're both running the race towards Christ. Yeah. They're going to be running not like left or right of you. They're going to be running the same direction yeah. at the same pace. Yeah. And you know that by evaluating them. So are they Christian? Are they pursuing the Lord? Are you going the same direction? Is there chemistry? Yeah. Yeah. Are you attracted to them? Yeah. But being attracted is not the biggest deal. Right. Like, That's lower on the list it's lower on the list but it's so funny so when i first start talking to someone it comes off of attraction i'm like i find that person attractive of course okay so i'm like all right i find them attractive i start talking to them i'm like okay i think i see some chemistry here so it's like all right now that i find you attractive i see chemistry who are you yeah and then so that so the attraction the chemistry kind of like it's the hook and what keeps me in that moment with them in that very brief moment, but it doesn't keep me there relationship long. Mm-hmm. It's not what keeps me there overall. What keeps you there overall is are they pursuing the Lord? Is there deeper meaning and projection for life? Which the guy that I briefly wish, I, I literally would just, I need to come up with a nickname for him because like he truly is just a walking Christian red flag is that he was a Christian. He mm. was pursuing the Lord. Mm. He and I had a lot in common. There was chemistry. There was attraction. There was compatibility. We were, we were going in the same direction in life. Yeah. And that's why I was like, God, this just makes so much sense. Like I had never met anyone like him. Mm. I had never met anyone that was that truly was just as encouraging as him to me that I felt like I fit with. He was yeah. the first guy that I had ever done that. And I was like, why does this not work? Yeah. And in that season of just that heartbreak, and I was just crushed for a good period of time. When I finally got out of it, I realized he was chaotic. Mm. You don't get a hinge and then delete it and then get a hinge and then delete it and then get a hinge and then delete it. You don't tell someone you like them and that you don't want to be with them and then you like them and you don't want to be with them. Like mm. You don't do those things. He had all these other things, but I had rose-colored glasses. I couldn't see that. No, like he was truly chaotic. So like that's the other thing is you can have all this stuff that's right, but if they're lacking 
you know, clarity. Yeah. Which that's the other thing. They need to have clarity. Yeah. And I forgot that if they're not being clear with you, no, done. No yeah. clarity. And he lacked clarity. And I thank God that God, that God told him no, because God was like, no, nah, like, girl's going to hang on like a dog on a bone. Like, mm. I need to make <laughs> him go away. Thank mm. God he did, because my boy's a train wreck. And mm. so that's the other thing. It's just, yeah, that's just, that's it. No, so good. That was my thought. <laughs> it's a good thought. No, that's really good. I appreciate it. It's really, really good. I love, um, you know, I think obviously we all come into different seasons with different perspectives. Right. Right. And like, I've never dated, like never been on a date, never dated. Nothing. That's crazy to me. Well, you know, say what we're, you will. Whatever. We're going tra- to change that for you this year. 2023. Yeah. 2023. We're doing it. Um, Watch you go on one date with like the guy and just immediately find him. Listen, Lord, crazy. I'm okay with that. Lord, we're just going to pray. Let faith be your man. Amen. Hallelujah. From my lips to your ears. Hallelujah. Love that. Um, but so I've never dated. So my perspective on being single is like, I've always been single, yeah. you know, but you have dated, right? And so your perspective on it comes from your experience with it, right? And, and like I've been being on the other side of it. Too. Yeah. And, and being not, in relationships. And they were not God glorifying relationships. Right. No. So I think part of the conversation is important to recognize that like no two people have the exact same set of like experiences, perspectives, you know, um, thought processes, Mm -hmm. like we said, standards, et cetera. And it's important to kind of take what you hear from other people, what you, the people in your life who you seek counsel from, you know, take all of those things and kind of put them into a, a bowl, if you will, because this is where my mind is going. Put them in a bowl, and when you are, like, looking for, okay, what do I do in this situation? You, like, take one thing out of the bowl. Maybe that's what you need in that situation is you need someone like Michaela's advice who's been in relationships and who's dated but mm-hmm. is currently single. Maybe you need that. Or you need someone like me who's never dated before. So I'm coming at it with a completely different set of you know, perspectives, or you need someone like our parents who are in relationships, who are married, mm-hmm. you know, and are living that life, whatever, um, you know, and, and kind of no two conversations. Like I could sit down and have this conversation with my friend who's been married for two years or seven years, or my parents who've been married for, I think 30 years. Wow. And, you know, and it'd be a completely different conversation. Totally. Right. Mm-hmm. So, I think what's really cool about kind of this conversation on singleness and at least that we're getting to have is that our perspectives are different, but we also come from the same foundation of like, no, Mm -hmm. we're looking for someone who is running after the Lord at the same pace that we are. And how does that look when we come together? Yeah. And that's so true. The other thing is, is like I started, so not because I have bad taste in men, but because like I was dating from an unhealed place Mm -hmm. i would date people that weren't good for me and i'd be interested or attracted to people that weren't good for me Mm. and so now i literally date in community so i i date where i talk to my friends about it Mm -hmm. and they know or you know because i'm dating on hinge i'll have my friends look at the profile and they'll be like no yeah like yeah or they'll be hesitant and overall i still make my own decisions i just heed their advice yeah it's important but so i so i date that way now and then 
also like I asked my married friends that are recently married. I talk to my single friends. Um, and I make that overall arching decision for myself, but you yeah. said something else, and I can't remember what you said. You just said your so your parents were married for thirty years, and you said something else after that that I can't remember what it was. The uh, mm, mm, I don't know. I wish we could run the tape back. Um, probably something about just like the difference in perspective that like they would have versus someone who's only been married for a few years or people who like just got married. You oh. know, kind of those kinds of things. Yeah, yeah. I think. This wasn't originally what I was going to say, but it is, um, you cannot, I don't recommend taking hardcore dating advice or marriage advice from people that do not believe in the Lord. Oh yeah. I do not recommend that. They may have like really good, like little nuggets of wisdom. Sure. But overall, I would not say seek advice. I say seek godly counsel. And so we have elders over us, um, cause I, I, I'm a shepherd at my church and love the elders that are over my group. I love them. And they have, and I, I got to talk to the, I, I, I primarily work with the female elder. Mm. I have a very specific rule just because of hurt with men that I do sure. not trust men. Absolutely. And, um, so, Oh, thank you. Um, so I was talking to her about how she met her husband and things like that and just seeing their marriage. And so seeing, Side note, Faith is pouring me another glass of champagne. I'm, girl, pour it. Like she, she pours too fast and nearly has spilled like three times. That's good Just for me. Thank side you. Side note, side Wait, note. Let's cheers to it while I'm holding okay. my thought. But seeing their marriage yeah. is been and how they met and how they love each other. So, oh, you poured too fast this time. See, I was trying to be quick for you. And then look what happens. Nearly spill. Okay, carry uh, on. No, I have to watch this right now. I have to. Good for you. <laughs> oh, thank you. This is such a great... Okay. Beyond the Enjoy the Sass podcast, you get champagne. Yes. Cheers to Sass. Cheers. We said that. But taking their advice is so important. And I have... Yes. I have a one of my good friends just got engaged last mm-hmm. weekend. And then I have another friend that she got married last May. And... They're so closely to dating and being married and stuff mm. that I can go to them and be like, what am I doing? And it's so funny. I go to them about dating and they're just like, Michaela, what? what? Stop dating this person. Stop talking to this person. They're not good for you. And it's so nice to hear that. Yeah. But that way I'm not in a silo and there's no condemnation. And I think that's the other thing is that if anyone's listening to this and they're, they feel so ashamed of their past, whether it's like sexual sin or any, any sin or way they've dated or been yeah. dated someone else, um, I would say that if you're in a Christian community and they're shaming you, mm. that is not the community for you. I've no. n- I have not experienced any shame or guilt with my community. I've experienced just really like love and acceptance, but like, this is not good for you. This yeah. is not glorifying to the Lord. Yeah. And, but it's been so kind. And I think that's another thing about dating is that today in singleness and in the brokenness of our world, because we're so scared to be alone that we will, drop our boundaries mm. and we will allow for sin to come in yeah. in a way. I yeah. won't say sin to come in, but we will. Yeah. Do you this. open yourself up to, you open yourself up because we all want to be loved and that's so normal. Yeah. That's okay. And, but we open ourselves, we open that door up and then we're just, we feel just dirty afterwards mm. and we don't know how to handle it. And you should not be in a community that's like that, no. that won't accept that and love you and, you know, be like, Hey, you're clean now. Like yeah. the Lord died for you. And, 
you don't need a man that's not going to value you. Yeah. That's going to push you. And, you know, it's just, that's, it's overall. So I don't know how we got from preferences to here, but I'm not sure. It was a, it was a really good segue. Like, I like that we went to this place. Yeah, Um, it's good. But yeah, well, we're going to get you, what are your preferences in dating, Faith? Well, obviously we all know, like, they've got to love the Lord. Like, they have to. Okay, but after loving the Lord. Oh, oh, after that. I mean, what is your type of guy? What is your type? This is a hard question because I really don't have one. I like him. My cousin, my cousin Olivia said it best, actually. Mm-hmm. She's like, and she said it, and she's like, I kind of like him like a manly, like dirty. Okay. And I was like, wait a minute, what? Like, like, that like, she, like what? What does that mean? Like, exactly. But she, she likes it like, like, I say this with quotation marks, like manlier men, like, okay. Just, men that are not afraid to do anything like hard work. Okay. Okay. Is I think that's where she took it. That's how yeah. I interpret no, it. That so makes like, sense. I like my men, like, being more manly like sure. and i have a friend of mine she's like no i like my mind more like artsy and stuff and okay it's like, like a nick boys. versus a schmidt if you want to put it in like new girl vibes yeah but like i like cowboys okay love <laughs> rugged rugged that's the that's perfect the word yeah that's the perfect that's word saying dirty and i mean dirty rugged. rugged i love rugged okay manlier men that are just yeah. you know yeah they can ride a horse or there a you cowboy go. hat yeah like, Love that. I keep telling the Lord, I'm like, please don't. Just kidding. Hey. I, yeah. I saw a TikTok recently, complete side note, of this guy riding a horse. I sent to my best friend, I was like, I'm in love with this man. <laughs> and she's like, the TikTok me. crushes. They're they're real. Yeah. And I'm like, I'm like, why do I fall for these men on social media? But it's just because, you know, it's the persona. But anyway, yeah. yeah, I like manlier men that can really just like do or build things with their hands that are just leaders. Okay. Yeah. Obviously pursuing the Lord. Everything's yeah. pursuing the Lord. hundred percent. hundred percent. Okay. But I like the one that can be rugged, mm-hmm. but I, it is mandatory that they bathe. And like, <laughs> they, I hope so. And that they, that they can clean up. And when yes. I say clean up, like you can wear nicer clothes. Oh like, yeah. You can dress up. Love nicely, a man in a suit. Ex- I love a man in a suit. Yeah. And so that's what I mean by my type. So what is. That's you, good. What no, is your type? Okay. Listen, the listeners are going to learn something about me. It's that I'm actually like a Western girly at heart. Like, I love, like, I love, I don't know, just, like, Western culture is super, just, I don't know why. Hot. I'm, just like, obsessed with it. Well, yeah, that, too. Um, Cowboys but, are so, hot. Yes. But also, oh, gosh, I don't even want to say this. Say it. This is my own podcast, and I don't even want to say it. I like black guys. So, if. Why would you not want to Well, I don't that? know. I just feel weird. This is my podcast. So, welcome to Enjoy the Sass with Faith um, and Michaela. But, yeah. So, that's. I don't know why. That's always. I don't know why. What? Um, yeah, that's my preference. Like, looks wise. That's my. That's my preference. I just love. Man, in a cowboy. Yeah. I also love that. So put the two together. Whoa. I know exactly what you're talking about. Yeah. And I've seen cowboys like that. If you want to go to the rodeo this year, let's go. I would love to. Let's go. I would love to. I was like all on NFR TikTok. And I was like. I'm on I, NFR TikTok. I'm I, on Western TikTok. Okay. I'm not only on BookTok. I'm on NFR TikTok. And I see yes. these cowboys. And I'm just like, I want to message you and just be like, are you single? Just, or I will just message them. Or I will stalk them and just be like, they're single. And I really want to shoot my shot. And I actually do. You should. I actually have a game I play on Hinge now. 
Tell us. Okay. Tell us the game. So help, I, help us girls out with your game. So, okay. Um, I, like I mentioned, I struggled with like confidence and stuff and I was so tired of it. Yeah. So I started and I no longer date alone. I involved my, my close girlfriends. Yeah. And if you want to be a part of this game, we can do it today. Excellent. Um, so I will go on Hinge and I like kind of, I, I pick my own guys, but sure. I allow some of my friends like at least once a week or one friend once a week to pick the guy and send him a like, but with a pickup line. Oh, okay. So I, and I, I, I get no, I get no say. Like I can absolutely say, I can look at them and be like, absolutely not. Like this okay. is not my type. Okay, good. You have to date for me. And, and this is what people I trust. Mm. Like absolutely trust where they know my type and I trust them. And so they, <laughs> no guys have liked the pickup line from a girl. They have not. My cousin Olivia that I mentioned earlier sent a like in the pickup line. I think I, I have to go back and look at it. I think, and I don't even think it was a pick. It's their pickup line, their line yeah. or whatever. And I think she just said, hey. Yeah. And he responded to that. And I'm going on a date with him on Sunday. Okay. My cousin Olivia literally matched me with the guy. And so, and that's the rule though, is I don't get anything I have to talk to him okay. and do it. And so I don't date alone anymore. And it's been a really fun game. Like just, just yeah, just shooting my shot with people. Yeah. And I have matched with a, some guys, but it just hasn't gotten anywhere. Sure. But I think that has a lot to do with just how we're dating today. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it take a it takes a lot of pressure off of dating. Yeah, and it's a lot of fun, I and I that. just like screenshot of the pickup lines, and I'm just like, well, good times. And I, I all my friends that are in it, like you can do it if you want. I love that. I'll let you do it. You can pick a guy and send a pickup line. One of them was, uh, "Are you Google Maps? Because you're everything I've been searching for." <laughs> the other one. That's was, amazing. No. I would I would like you if you okay. Get that my other pickup line was. Uh, he was standing in um, at like Disney World or Disneyland, and I was like, "That I was like, what did you say, Disney Disney World?" And I was like, "Disney World's not the happiest place on earth, obviously, or obviously Disney World's not the happiest place on earth because they haven't stood next to you." <laughs> Excellent. I that's have such incredible. a good game. Like, why do guys not like this? They're intuitive, very powerful women. That's true. That's just what I'm going to tell myself. Confidence. Confidence is key. I realize I don't have it. I there was a guy I liked that just used me and didn't like me back and he has a girlfriend and he told me one time he was I said something about being a model it's like yeah I couldn't tell by the way you dressed and which was fair I did dress like a little boy like <laughs> I would hide myself and my therapist said the same thing so I started dressing different and I was like trying to come into my own and I, yeah. I made this like offhand comment I was like yeah I think I'm coming into my own one time and he goes no yeah I can tell and I was like wait a minute confidence is is that you seen? Is that me? Is that you? You can see the confidence. Is you it, can. Even, and I did not, I will say this for your listeners. I did not feel confident. Mm. I just dressed differently. Mm. Yeah. And that was it. And then I, and, and I talked Powerful. differently. Yeah. And having a therapist that won't let you dress like a little boy anymore helps. There you go. There you go. I dressed in oversized t-shirts. Not like a complete little boy with like. No. Wearing like Hot Wheels shirts. I mean, I would wear a Hot Wheels shirt. Uh, Loki, I kind of have, like, racing shirts. Like, I would wear so. a Hot Wheels shirt, too. But I I'm talking, like, baggy clothes. No, I know exactly like, what you mean. Yeah. I would wear a Hot Wheels shirt. Yeah. <laughs> I love that. Okay, let's wrap up our little conversation yeah. here with 
I just think it's funny to talk about, um, especially bringing it back to like being a single girl in church. Like what are some of your pet peeves about being single or like single things? It's, okay. Okay, go ahead, and then we'll side, piggyback. Yeah, but side note, have you ever seen, like, the Christian jokes where it's like, if you want to impress a girl, how many chairs can you lift? Yes, <laughs> yes, <laughs> yes. Those um, are funny. I kind of hot take. Mm. Hot, hot take. Ooh. Uh, some Christian men are just very vanilla. They're yeah. plain. Like, yeah. Chocolate. Like, they're just vanilla, plain vanilla chocolate like whatever your one single flavor is single flavor there's just not like like, cookies and cream or mint like they're just mint like yeah that's it there's nothing else to them and that piggies back off of a theory i have about people today Uh uh-huh um i would love to meet someone from church yeah but a lot of christian men today and i have talked to quite a few um women that are in leadership at, at a couple of women that are in like positions at in like churches and stuff that yeah overlook people and they have then they've said they're like boys today are not leaders there's yeah. a lot of boys today that aren't leaders yeah and even the ones that think that they're the alpha male they're like oh i'm a leader i'm a man they're not Mm-mm. Mm-mm. they're not a man no like they're not if you have to say you're a man you're not like yeah. if, if, if you if you think being a man is guns and like fishing and like lifting yeah. all these chairs and telling a woman what to do like that's not being a leader and so no. Um, dating in church is very weird. I kind of stay away from it mainly yeah. just because yeah. actually the boy that I mentioned that's a Christian really, um, kind of turned me away from Christian men in a way. Mm. He really did. Yeah. Where it made me very wary of men that go to church. Wow. Yeah. You know? And that's really hard and that's yeah. awful. And I, and I actually did tell him that I was like, you're going to turn people away from the faith. Mm. And, um, he really kind of did in a way for me. And so I'm, I'm very hesitant. Um, but I would love to go into my theory on uh, dating today, but or not dating, but like how people are copies of each other. But that's a different thing. But yeah, I think that's it. It's just dating in the church is just, uh huh. Yeah, just, I don't. I haven't really. I, there's a, the ones that I have found that are true leaders are married to my friends. Yeah, <laughs> and it's like, yep. Yep. where are well, you? Like the single you, right? Like, where Do you have are you, brothers? Where, do you have an older brother? Do you have a younger brother? Do you do, do you have someone that you? And then yeah. it's also like if they recommend someone, it's just like I am not attracted to that human being. Yeah, yeah. You know that's probably those are those are probably like some of mine. It's like they're not. You're not attracted to them. No. It's like why no. can't I be attracted to you? You're everything I want. Oh my other the other. I'm not attracted to you though. The other one for you. me is when someone at church is like, oh, why don't you and so and so just date? And I'm like, what? Like, you don't think, okay, you don't think if at this point we aren't dating, we're not going to date? Like, this happens to me all the time, especially with, like, Come to I my have church. several good guy friends, and they're like, oh, why don't you guys just date? It's like, but okay, that's the what? thing. But, okay, the thing is, it's like, why don't you guys just date? Think about that statement. Yeah. They're literally saying, you're both single, you haven't found anyone, so just settle for each other. Yeah. It's like, okay, first of all, like, no. no. Second of all, who are you? (laughs) You know, ew, exactly. Ew, who are you to like, you, is there something so wrong with me that you think I couldn't have already, or we wouldn't have already? Good point, good point. You know? 
So that is probably one of the biggest things for me is like church people trying to set you up with other church people, church people. And then also being like, why are you still single? Why don't you just like blah, being blah, blah. single is bad. As I mean, though it's such a problem. T- well, you the know stigma. what's bad is getting married too soon and then being divorced because you don't know how to be alone. Yep. How about we talk about that? Yeah. The other thing I found that a hot take for me personally that I've mm. actually gone through that I've noticed, and this could just be, you know, Michaela, which a lot of things are just Michaela, um, is because of, I feel, and, and I, you know, I said this earlier this week to some of my friends because we had that freeze and I had no power um, and I was there. Because of social media, right now there's the trend of like, and I'm not stereotyping people, like mm. these people aren't bad. It's just, it's, I'm grouping people together to create a common understanding of language yeah. for us in this conversation. Yeah. There's this sorority girl mm. vibe, you know, mm. and the clarity in the Bible and the long waterfall curls and the like, oh my God, I love Jesus and Jesus loves me and mm. I love everything and waiting on the Lord gives me joy. I'm not that girl. Mm-mm. Okay. Waiting on the Lord does not give me joy. Mm-mm. I do not have waterfall curls. Mm-mm. I do not have calligraphy in my Bible. Mm-mm. I was in a sorority, but that's besides the point. But <laughs> Like, just, they're just that air, everyday visco girl mm-hmm. vibe. Mm-hmm. It's, it's the Christian girl. It's the Christian girl. The Christian girl, yeah. And then older, in some ways, that I've noticed is the Kim Kardashian. They have a lot of work done. Yeah. Nothing wrong if you want to have work done. Go for it. But that's yeah. the vibe that guys are going to. Yeah. And personality-wise, likes-wise, it's because of social media. That's all boys are seeing. That's all girls are seeing. So they're going with what's trending. And there's yeah. a, and for, because where you come from fashion, there's a difference between being stylish yeah and fashionable yeah fashionable you set the trends yeah stylish you follow the trends yeah those girls are stylish yeah and then for me personally i know a lot of really strong powerful educated women like you that they are not following the crowd they're doing things on their own they're buying houses yeah they're starting podcasts they have photography businesses they they work for nonprofits. They're becoming lawyers. They're becoming doctors. They're they're doing these things. They're yeah, buying, and they're yeah. they're not common women. And boys today do not know how to handle yeah. originality. And that is yeah. my thing. Is I think a lot of boys in the church, when they see a girl that is a Christian, that is paving her own way, paving her own way, yeah. that will not fall into this like where she does question the Lord, which is actually healthy. Yeah. And it's not writing in her Bible and taking notes and going to 100 Bible studies a week or whatever it is. Yeah. They don't know what to do with it. Yeah, yeah. You know, like with me, it's so fun. I don't fall into that visco girl, Christian girl vibe. No. To, to people here, I'm New York. But in New York, I'm just like this sweet little girl. Like I just don't have, I don't yeah. have a place and people don't know what to do with that. Yeah. And that's what makes dating hard for me personally, I believe. No, but, that's, I feel that. Yeah, I know you feel that. Because you're, it's like we're. Yeah. It, I have this quote. It's and I told my therapist this. I'm almost. I, I'm always almost. Mm. I'm always almost right. I'm always almost good enough. I'm always almost whatever that person needs. But mm. I am never what that person needs mm. at that time. No yeah. matter what it is. Wow. I'm almost. I'm always almost. Mm. So that's what I'm learning. It's mm. good. Thanks. I try. Good. This has been great. Thanks for having me here. This has been fun. Yeah, so fun. Honestly, we could talk for like six hours. We can so. honestly just end this we'll conversation and then just leave the the like we'll cut leave the, the recording. Mics on. Yeah, leave the mics on. And just there'll be with some behind behind the behind the paywall one day. Some, some behind the the paywall conversations will happen. But 
we'll close out here. No. Thank you so much, Michaela, for being on the podcast. Thanks for having me, Faith. You'll hear her again. I'm so sure she'll be on with me. I will be back so soon. So soon. So soon. And we'll talk. Oh, my gosh, the ASMR. It's back. We'll talk more about Michaela's life outside of her single life. Um, And we will, you know, just have another great conversation. For those listening, if they want more of Michaela, tell them how they find you. You can find me on Instagram. Um, my Instagram handle is kind of long, but it, it is it's it's uh-huh. dot Michael dot with dot n like the letters a and then n as in no dot a, a. it's dot Michael dot with dot n dot a. Um, the, the, the photo is a pink backdrop with me with my short hair. Um, people can message there. They can find me on TikTok. It's Michael. Uh, it's either it's Michael with an A or it's Michael add the A. Oh. Um, and then they can also just find me through you and just talk to me. I love having conversations. Yeah. We'll put all her info obviously in the show notes, um, so that you can go and follow her and see what she's up to and her adventure. She is an incredible model and actress, as she said, an award-winning one at that. Um, she Catch is, me on Yellowstone. There you go. There you go. She is working on, you know, all the things, always. I'm always amazed at what she's doing, just traveling around the world, doing all the things. Thank amazing. You. So keep up with her. Keep up with me. You already know where to find me. Enjoy the sass on Instagram. I think I just changed my TikTok name to enjoy the sass as well. So I'm enjoy the sass on both of those places. Trying to grow this year, you guys. Trying to it's, it's gonna trying happen. to get some more followers. It's gonna happen. Trying to get some some uh, sponsors for the podcast. So if you are at all interested in any of those things, go check me out. Hit me up on Instagram. Send me a DM. You can also get merch which I am sporting for this episode, my Enjoy the Sass crew neck. You can get on my website, enjoythesass.com. I need to get one. They're very comfy. I was going to ask for one for today to wear because we're because for your listeners, we are vlogging today. They can check, yes. they can check us out. Um, yes. I was going to ask for one, but I was like, wait a minute. I don't know if she has any at home. I sadly don't have inventory, but you can order them for those listening at home. I do have Enjoy the stickers. Sass.com. Yes, we do have stickers. If you see me in person, you can get a sticker. Those aren't available online. Um, but thanks again for being here. Thanks for having me. It was fun. Thanks for listening, you guys. We hope you enjoyed our conversation on singleness. If you've got anything you want to impart or share with us, we'd love to hear it. Send me a DM. I'll get it to Michaela or send her one as well. And we will catch you guys on the next one. Bye, y'all. Bye, y'all. Mwah. <laughs>